Well, hello, and welcome to an episode of Verbal Wildfire. We are your hosts, uh, a very sleepy Kyle and a very active Jim. I'm out here with the people. Uh, six feet apart, though. No, um, I am currently doing some calisthenics. I'm in the park. Not, you know, not feeding the wildlife not taking shelter um under like a bridge i mean not yet i don't know i don't know what the next year holds uh but i'm you know going out for my daily walk we're we're switching things up schedule wise i know usually we do this in the evening but because we leave such active lives we are what is it like 20 to 4 it's like 3.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm out here. So I don't know if you're going to hear any outside forces, be it traffic, my deep breaths because I'm fat, or, <laughs> <laughs> or random park goers. I don't know. Maybe, I'll, maybe I will befriend a young Kevin from Home Alone, and I'll be like the bird lady. <laughs> seriously real quick i gotta ask this question so he gives <laughs> he befriends the um you know the the bird lady mm-hmm. he gets the turtle doves he gives one to her as a sign of friendship like she doesn't have a home what is she gonna do with the turtle dove <laughs> she's like thanks but you know a 50 would have done you know a whole lot better especially Obviously since i know you loaded. come from a exactly he comes from a rich family here's a turtle dove like it's kind of like you go out of your way to buy something super expensive for someone when really could have just given them the cash value it's kind of like i don't know i don't know how much of this reference will hit but it'll hit with dan for sure if he's listening it's kind of like in the harry potter books when harry potter spends chapters upon chapters bemoaning the fact and worrying about the fact that his best friend ron and his family are poor when harry is incredibly wealthy and rich and not (laughs) once in seven books does he give his best friend's family any money so fuck harry potter (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) if i was i ever thought like you know Every now and then, us, us, measly poor people, um, every now and then you think, you kind of let your mind drift off where you're just like, well, what would I do if I hit, like, the really big mega millions where after taxes I still took home, like, $200 million? What would I do? I would legit go to each of my friends and be like, here's a million dollars. Granted, I don't have to worry about because I don't have a lot of friends. So... (laughs) But like, here's a mill. Here's a hundred thou. Oh, well, you need five hundred thou. All right, here you go. I will show you my friendship worth in dollars. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, but, you know, Harry Potter was an asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we, All we this have chosen one bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> in reality, he's just a trust fund jock who grew up to become a cop. So fuck him. 
Um, grew up to be a cop, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, there's plenty to talk about, but I, I want to start with something that's, I honestly think is still ongoing. I honestly thought he was done, but Mike Flanagan just continues to announce cast members for his upcoming, uh, Netflix series, the fall of the house of Usher. If you were not aware, Usher, Usher, he's got to say Usher, Usher. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he has announced he's adapting the Edgar Allan Poe book, The Fall of the House of Usher, and then just yesterday slash today has started revealing cast members. I thought it would be a couple leads, but it seems like it's literally everyone who's working in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> so we'll start with some of the leads. Uh, you have Roderick Usher, um, main Usher. character. Usher. <laughs> Roderick Usher. I'm not going to let it go, man. I'm uh, not going to let it go. He's going to be played by Skeletor himself, Frank Langella. Langella? Langella. Or sure. I wasn't, I would, hey, I wasn't going to correct you, but then you said it a second time, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I like to think of him as Perry White from <laughs> Superman Returns. Exactly. Everyone remembers that. Uh, <laughs> also, the, the role is not disclosed, but the other lead role is going to be uh, Flanagan. Uh, favorite Carla Giudino from, you know, Gerald's Game and The Haunting of the House. Carla Totino. Carla Pizza Rolls Totino. Um, <laughs> it was going to make a joke, and I will not to disparage her name. Uh, <laughs> Madeline, Madeline Usher, Roderick's sister, is being played by Mary McDonald, a name that I know that I know, but I can't place. Screen you know? fours. Mary McDonald. Oh, does she play uh, Emma Roberts' mom? Yep. She does. Okay. Her acting now I know was her. so bad, I was happy when they killed her character. <laughs> she won't be in Scream 5, unless she's Ghostface. <laughs> then we'll oh, all God. just die. Um, another great <laughs> Flanagan. He's only worked with him once, but uh, Carl Lumbly. You know, we, we he was in uh, Doctor Sleep as... Yep. Uh, fuck. Uh, that, was, that was his Scat character name. <laughs> Whatever Scatman Carruthers' name was. Did they did they list that as his character name in the credits? Yeah. Ah, fuck. Scatman Carruthers as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you. Good. We'll just. Keep <laughs> I want to <laughs> see if it occurs to you. It's gonna. We're gonna be talking about like Spoderman or something, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, oh, that was his name. I'm like, no, it was fuck. <laughs> um let's see mark hamill first time working with flanagan doesn't say the character name but holy fucking shit uh and then you've got some minor roles of course henry thomas who is in like basically everything mike flanagan does uh is coming back you got the Probably the one I'm most excited about because she was absolutely despicable in Midnight Mass. Samantha Sloyan, you know, who played yep. Bev Keen. Yep. Uh, you've got... I, you haven't seen The Haunting of Bly Manor yet, right? I haven't. That's the next thing I'm going to watch. I'm going to try to start this weekend. Okay, so one of the best uh, uh, performances from that is back for this. Um, to Nia Miller. She was fantastic. Um... Rahul Kohli, who played the sheriff in Midnight Mass, is back. Of course, Kate Siegel is back, who's, you know, she's married to Flanagan. Um, 
let's see, uh, our guy Saracen himself, Riley, is is back. Yep. Um, Katie Parker, who I didn't recognize initially, but she plays. She's in quite a few Flanagan things, but most recently in Midnight Mass, she was the uh, the doctor's mother. Yeah. Um, let's see, Michael Truco, who I just know from How I Met Your Mother. In fact, it Michael was Truco? distracting. What? Michael Truco? Yeah, every time, every scene he was in in Midnight Mass, it just all I thought about was him and, and How I Met Your Mother. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I actually, I can I can age myself a little bit. I remember him from One Tree Hill. Oh my God. The two, uh, so One Tree Hill, obviously, for those uh, following at home, mm-hmm. follows a pair of half brothers. And one of them, the evil one, well, it starts out as evil, <laughs> but he turns good because, you know, WBCW. Um, mm-hmm. It's his uncle. That's who he is. And he's like a NASCAR driver. And of course, he's like, hey guys, you want to drive my NASCAR car? <laughs> You're totally not going to crash it. Crashes it. <laughs> so whenever I see him, like I know how he your mother, but whenever I see him, I'm like, hey, it's the it's the irresponsible uncle from Montreal. <laughs> That's his legacy. Um, you've got Malcolm Goodwin. He's never been in anything Flanagan. He was in I Zombie with Rahul Kohli. Uh, let's see. Oh, cool! I didn't know this. The girl who played Abra in Doctor Sleep is going to be in this. Nice. Um. Yeah, and then that's a bunch of names that I really, <laughs> bunch of names that I don't recognize. Um. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, of course, Robert Longstreet, who I think is in like pretty much everything Mike Flanagan does as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is ginormous. Like this cast is huge. I also just really like Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, we've we already talked about we talked about Midnight Mass. I think that at this point, he could say that he's making uh. He's he's making a, a commercial. Mike Flanagan's Cat in the Hat. <laughs> I would watch it, but with Mike Myers because he is fucking hilarious in that acid trip of a movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, the movie sucks, but he's great. Yeah, he's like threatening to kill the kids and everything. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> the best the best moment is when he's like, th- yeah, the kids, but when he's like threatening to kill the other cat, and he's like, I'll make it look like an accident, and nobody will notice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that is, I think it's supposed to be sometime the next year. I don't know. Uh, filming just wrapped on it, I believe. Um, or is in the process. Well, he's coming out with another one first. Yes, that's the one that filming just wrapped. That's right. So that'll probably come first. It's uh, the the Midnight Midnight Club. Club. Yeah. And I'm just like, if motherfucker isn't making, you know what he should? Midnight Club should explore the origins and the lives of the Midnight Society from which we would all know, well, maybe not you because you're younger than I am, uh, the cats from the Nickelodeon horror show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's right. I do love Are You Afraid of the Dark. I I would. Wait one second. So I'm walking in the park, and I think, I think I'm coming across a couple who... Is getting like engagement photos, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, listen, I like Bayonne and all. I mean, for you know, somewhat. Mm-hmm. But an actual question I have though is, this is not the park to be taking engagement photos. This is 
the park where you take like funeral photos. <laughs> Which oh, I'm no. I'm I'm telling someone to do that with me. Like full on weekend at Bernie's. You have my permission. You know. It's you should you should definitely just walk by and yell like she's got a cock or something. And just run <laughs> oh <my off>. God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no comment. That's all I'm gonna put on my tombstone. No comment. Not not even it. the years. Just no comment. <laughs> not the years. <laughs> a big question mark where the years are. You take a guess. You have figure it out, dude. Have a casket that's that's see through, <laughs> so you can see right into it and be like, you guess how old I. Am. <laughs> My dream is to, uh, and hey, welcome to the segment where we talk about our favorite ways to die. Um, <laughs> I, my dream is for someone to not like cremate me, not bury me, whatever. Just take my body and set it up as a Walmart greeter. <laughs> I, I feel like that would be perfect. I, you know? I think I think that I think your dead body already works at my Walmart. <laughs> there's this there's this poor guy, man. Poor guy, he's a greeter. As soon as you walk in, he goes, oh, welcome to Walmart. But depending on the time of day that you walk in, it could be, hello, welcome to Walmart. Or it could be, hello, Walmart. <laughs> and I just want to be like, dude, go home. <laughs> it's put, over. Put your feet up. Yeah, like, you don't deserve this. I don't know anything about you. Maybe you're a crazy serial killer who no one found out about. But you don't deserve this. <laughs> Walmart, 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 Walmart guy. Just scream Walmart. Walmart at someone when they walk in. Walmart. <laughs> it goes Walmart, and I just go bubble wrap. <laughs> oh, I can boy. cross the street here. Hopefully, I get hit. Here, uh, we nope. are. Ah, oh, Jim did not. Get Ooh, hit. no! This guy's this guy's coming across fast. <laughs> Why couldn't you hit me? <laughs> I just think it would be good content. And it would. My school is going to hell in a handbag, sir. This is the next segment of the Verbal Wildfire Podcast, showing that we are streets behind as a civilization. <laughs> Man, everyone's getting sent home with COVID. Oof. Yeah. Everyone, entire classes. And this, uh, you know, everyone's just kind of like, no one follows protocols. I told the kid to put his mask up today, and he went, why? And I just wanted to be like, all right, I'm going home. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, yeah. I mean, I would getting say. The, getting the post-Thanksgiving uh, spike. They were going to get the post-holiday yeah. spike, post-New Year's spike. And then you're going to get the spike in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally going to be it for the rest of our lives is the spike and then the spike and then the next spike. Uh, yeah, it was like depressing how I saw on the news about Omicron or whatever, and it was depressing how un like unaffected I was. I was like, yeah, OK, it's still here. It's probably mm -hmm. never going to go away. And I was just like, wow, that sucks. Like, I just took a step back and was like, wow, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's legit how we, how we hear of another, you know, like, for example, we hear school shooting and we think, oh, 
Where's this one? Yeah. It's just so we've gotten to the point where we're so fucked up. Which is a great reminder to tell you to listen to this podcast to cheer you up. Yeah. <laughs> May this Brought be the last by, thing you hear. Yeah. Brought to you by the water that I might jump in and tie a cinder block around my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and then you'll get to guess how old Jim was when he died. No, 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 no. You can only do that if you travel to the bottom of the water. I don't know uh, how gross it is down there. Exactly. I'm going to find out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> all of the house of Usher. 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 Man, I just, I, I want to know who's, is it, is Henry Thomas going to play uh, Will John or, or Ludacris? <clears throat> what? What? <laughs> Ursher, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly, I, I kind of hope he plays Ludacris. Luda. Like he's a Ludacris. Luda. Ursher, Ursher, Ursher. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, dude, if you came anywhere near my dorm room in 2004, that was playing. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or Yellow Card. It was one of the other. Man, I don't want to hear about your sex songs. No, I was like, I, I'd hang outside my room. Like, hey, Ocean Avenue, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> am I right? <laughs> am I right? And she goes, yeah, Ocean Avenue. And I'm like, well, now it's not cool when I hear you say it. <laughs> no, I hate Give me your card. card and I throw the CD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, what else is what else is happening? Uh, <laughs> it's a happening. Um, it's <laughs> hot dogs. Yo, is hot dog sandwich? Oh, don't even start. <laughs> don't even fucking start. They are not sandwiches. So technically, I've 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 reached. I have a theory, and it's not bunnies. Um, <laughs> technically, it does fall under the sandwich umbrella, but. They are special, so we never think of them or infer them to be or call them as sandwiches. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? That's it. That's all I got. Until someone else says something other, and I'm like, no. That makes sense. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. <laughs> um, I saw someone post it was like a uh some kind of bread with a banana and like peanut butter and jelly and it looked like a hot dog and i was like number one you just wasted a perfectly good banana and number two no it's not a sandwich go fuck yourself <laughs> yo why would anyone do that to a banana the only thing that i would dip in peanut butter is a nice piece of celery but even uh, then, yeah. But even then, I don't really do it. It's like you eat celery, you just sprinkle some salt on that motherfucker, and then you're good to go. Ooh. Okay. So are you a are you a watermelon and salt person as well? I'm not a watermelon person. Period. No. Hot take. I don't like the seeds. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so so let me put it this way. I'm a very, I'm I'm a pretty picky eater as it is, but I don't want to do any work when I eat. It's the reason why I don't eat most seafoods. 
<laughs> because right. yeah. I don't want to have to unwrap. I don't want to have to crack. I just want you to put the food already prepared in front of me, and then I can just shove it down my fucking gullet. <laughs> That's all I really look for. It's That's why I don't eat lobster. I'll eat a lobster roll, but I won't eat lobster. Okay. Because uh, yeah. I don't want to have to crack it. That's fair. So you would you would hate you would hate Mardi Gras because crawfish, admittedly, is a lot of work for a very small amount of food. Yeah, when you're, nah. you're eating. I love crawfish and it's delicious, but it is a lot of work for like a tiny little bit of meat. But hey, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> you beat me to it, you motherfucker. <laughs> that's a lot uh, of work for a little bit of meat. That's what, that's what I'm going to put on my headstone. Um, <laughs> oh man, that means so many different things and so many. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does it mean life, or does it mean sex? Who knows? Who's to say? I, <laughs> I kind of want Jay Leno for a second. Funny <laughs> thing in the news today. <laughs> um, Man, getting out yeah. of breath. I'm walking for a while. Jim's going to get mugged live on the podcast. Ooh, I'll see if they can interview. I'll be like, <laughs> hey, hey, take whatever you want. Just don't stop the recording. <laughs> what do you think about the economy? What do you think about? No, no. As I get mugged and I get stabbed and shit, and you just hear a voice because the phone, the recording's still going, and the phone's leaving with my attacker. You just hear in the distance, "Is hot dog a sandwich?" <laughs> Somebody call nine one one. Is hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> What's your emergency, sir? Well, I really uh, I got stabbed, but where are you? No, 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 no. It was a hot dog sandwich. <laughs> that one guy's like, you fucker. And just hangs up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck in hell. <laughs> and just hangs up. And I'm like, well, at least they'll tell me. <laughs> oh, oh, man. It's man. got dark. Well, what, what do you expect? This is verbal wildfire. It's always it got, dark. It got darker than it does around here in the winter. <laughs> Which nighttime, like this, the sun is already. It's in the process of setting. I feel like the I feel like the sun, watching it go over the horizon. It's almost like the sun is teabagging the water. It's <laughs> a beautiful image. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna go die near a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm really out of breath. Oh, that unsanitary garbage can looks like a nice pillow. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Let's talk oh, about something man. else. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the other the other Flanagan series that I really don't know as much about. Did you have? You, are you familiar with the Midnight Club book series? Nope. Are they like Babysitter's I, Club? I th honestly i think so uh it's like a 90s it's, it looks like it's in the realm of are you afraid of the dark but like Ooh. you know kind of kind of like that yeah it's 90s or maybe Do we 80s. know who's in it well we know a couple I, I think like riley from midnight mass is in it and uh his brother <laughs> and the girl who played lisa in midnight mass i think they're the two main characters oh. i don't really care about them because yeah. there is a name attached to it that i was like one, she's still acting, and two, what the fuck? 
uh, Heather Longenkamp, known for her role as right. Nancy in, in Nightmare in, on Street. Oh, I thought you were going to say in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. In New Nightmare. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I said, had no clue she was still acting. I don't, I don't think she was until this. Um, but hey, I'm all for it. I fucking love Nancy. She's probably like tied as my favorite final girl with Sydney Prescott. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know what... I mean, I, I think the basic premise is like they're... They're all kids at like this mental hospital and they they make a pact like the midnight club that if one of them dies they'll try and like contact the group from the afterlife so i'm i'm assuming the beginning of the series is one of them dies and then it's oh like, you know. that's why heather Camp is in it it feels <laughs> like it's going to probably be a lot like dream warriors probably yeah and hopefully- i hope heather Langenkamp plays nancy <laughs> Again, <laughs> I'll, I'll look at the screen and say, I remember that. And no, I hope, I hope uh, Heather Langenkamp it plays the uh, the friggin' fake Bill Maher uh, character. The what? The, the doctor in Dream Warriors. He looks oh. like a, a great value, <laughs> Bill Maher. <laughs> well, I can't unsee that. Um, yeah. Well, either yeah. him or Larry Fishburne. That's true. Um, Hopefully it'll be more of a fun, like Dream Warriors homage as opposed to you know like uh, New Mutants, but you know we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think like we said, Flanagan could could make fucking Garfield three starring Bill Murray, and I'd I'd watch it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it regardless because Garfield's supremacy, am I right? But, you know, <laughs> be a little more interested with Flanagan and Test. No, nah, we're going to we're gonna make Garfield legacy, and it's going to start Jeremy Renner. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first born legacy reference I've heard since it was yeah. in fucking theaters. Rachel, Rachel Weisz is going to star as Odie. <laughs> All I think of with that movie, because it's such a bland and forgettable movie, is her screaming Aaron run when there was no need for her to scream it. Like, I don't know what the direction was. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the same room. And she's like, Aaron run! Like, dude, calm down. You're not in the mummy. No, no, that's not not actually what the line was. The line was, welcome to Walmart. She just screams Walmart at him, and that would be enough to cause him to run. I mean, in fair, in fairness, oh you know, he's like, "Oh my god, bubble wrap, only one ninety nine. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to a quick break while Jim gets mugged, and then we'll be back with probably his replacement. His 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 mugger will be the new co-host. Okay, bye. And we are back. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Kyle. I am joined by, I believe, a brand new host. Uh, Jim is no longer with us. I apologize to our listeners at home. He is taking a sabbatical from life, and he is instead uh, replaced by our new co-host. What's your name, sir? (laughs) My name is Brenda. (laughs) Hello? Brenda. Brenda. 
Uh, it's, it's nice to meet you. How, how, long have, how long have you been mugging professionally? About five minutes. <laughs> oh, your first hit. Well, congratulations. I uh... looked like a bitch, so I took him down like a bitch. <laughs> Did he go out like a bitch? Oh, he was never there as a bitch. <laughs> wow, I, I assumed he was uh, mugged by a big, strong man. How sexist of me. I'm so sorry, Brenda. I never said I was a woman. <laughs> I'm okay. a man. All right. I'm a man. My body is a man, and in my head, I'm a Dalmatian. Can you give us a, a Dalmatian bark? Oh. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. <laughs> there are people about to walk near me, so I can't do this to them. Uh, it looks like in a heroic act of, of preserving preserving the podcast, Jim has come back to life and, and nope, he's taken. Dead. Oh, he's dead. Just kidding. He's dead. I'm wearing his face. <laughs> I turned his face into a parasol. Because <laughs> uh, inside my mind, I'm not only a Dalmatian, but a Dalmatian who enjoys parasoling. Are you, are you going to now live Jim's life? Are you going to take kind of like face off Someone him? has to because that motherfucker's never lived a day in his life. <laughs> what are you going to do with this new sense of purpose, with this new life? Post, what's, what's the first um, thing you're going to do? I'm just going gonna, I'm just gonna, to eat a sandwich, otherwise known as a hot dog. Oh, you're off the podcast. Uh, we don't support those controversial opinions on here. I'm sorry. Ah. <laughs> I, I can't keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was doing this, and then there was this couple walking by, and they were, I did, before I realized that they found my, you know, they came in my uh, uh, eyeline, I did the whip, and I noticed it was staring at me as I was walking by. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, I'm sorry, I have, I have no excuse. Like, have Why no do excuse. you act that way? Check out Verbal Wildfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no excuse, but if you would like one, please follow me on all the social media accounts. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. man, I don't know what the fuck else is out. I, I feel like there's like this, there's everything out, but nothing to talk about, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Those weren't words, but <laughs> those, those weren't words. <laughs> I just went, ah, those weren't words. That wasn't English. But it's, but it's a noise I made in the hopes <laughs> that right now I can think of something else to bring up. Um, Spider Man. <laughs> he swings. He swings and shit. Um, I gotta wait to see. So, when are you seeing it? When are you seeing Spider Man? Uh, what is it called? No Way Out? No Way. No, no, homie, don't play that. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm going Thursday because I God don't, damn. I don't want some fucking neckbeard on Twitter to tell me what McGuire does in the movie. I want to see it in the theater. Um, so I'm going like the first chance I can get on Thursday. I, I fucking hate the seats that I got because it's, you know, opening day, but I, I can't, yeah. I can't chance it. Um, yeah, I tried. I tried. Um, the ones around here, I tried to find the Dolby cinema ones because the seats are a little bit more spread out. 
Yeah. Uh, Thursday sold out. Friday sold out. Saturday sold out. Sunday during the fucking day was sold out. So I'm seeing it 8 o'clock Monday night, December 20th. Damn. Uh, which, interestingly enough. Okay, I had a, I had a burp. I apologize. The um, <laughs> spirit of Brenda was taking him over for a second. Um, anyway. <laughs> It's like a weird kind of lady man indigestion. Exactly. Um, so, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Um, my, my pool team, the bar that I play out, is apparently throwing a Christmas party where it's close to the public and it's invite only, and we were all invited. So, I literally said to my pool team captain, I'm like, I can't go. I'm going to be seeing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like an adult. Oh, yeah, adult thing. I have to. Which, if you think about it, though, I don't know who else is going to go there. My, um, oh, oh, can I tell you about my, uh, this past Wednesday, a couple nights ago, my pool league experience? Oh, please. Explain this. All right, I'm going to explain this. But I'm going to explain this as Brenda. No, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, this, we were playing, I think, which is a rather new team. Now, without explaining all the stupid minutiae of it all, you have a skill level, and based on your skill level, you need to win a certain amount of racks to win the match. Now, this is a newer team. So with newer teams, if they're really, really good, their level can skyrocket. And if you're in the league a little bit longer, it evens out, and you're less prone to move up or down skill level. So the team that we were playing was... Super good. And everyone was ranked very high. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our asses kicked. Uh, so the bigger problem is when you have people who are ranked really high and they play slow, these matches take forever. I didn't get home until close to two in the morning. Damn. Now, things are wrapping up, but at the end of the night, it's, keep, it in mind, keep in mind it's a Wednesday night, so it's not exactly like, oh, shit, hit people are coming out. No, it's, you know, guys who, who for most, in, most intents and purposes died 20 years ago, they show up. <laughs> so these two guys who then, one guy, I couldn't understand a fucking word he said, he mumbled. And I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Good point. There's this other guy who, man, he was a share. He, for whatever reason, wanted to share with me. And he starts talking about how he goes out and he does lines of coke in the bathroom. And then he transitions from this. I'll, I'll give you an impression of him. And my impression is going to be pretty much close to how he sounds. End of the night, you know, he goes, So I gotta tell you, I go into these bathrooms, it's great. I, you know, I just I do one here, do one there, and he usually, he usually find me, and I just fucking punch him. <laughs> and you know, I, I know I'm wrong, but what am I gonna do? They can't tell me no. He repeats. The same story as if he doesn't realize he's talking to the same person. At least three or four times. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like, why? Why? I don't want to know why you do lines. Frankly, I don't care. I don't want to know why you punch people. Frankly, I don't care. You seem to like me, so I think I'm okay. But why? Oh, why is this a story that you need to tell me four times? Keep in mind, it's at like 1.30 at night. Right. And I'm trying to close out my tear. Uh, oh, shit. I, I, what made me think about it is for whatever reason, <laughs> this is going to sound worse. Uh, as bad as it is, it's going to sound worse than what I'm about to say. Why is it that so many low-life, old, grimy motherfucker guys decide that I'm the one they want to talk to? <laughs> Do I look like a grimy, low-life motherfucker? I don't, I don't get it. I was there. I wore, I, I, I wore a nice sweater. Uh, I didn't have my baseball cap on. I was like, I had a nice scarf. Like, I looked like, you know, there was some life inside of me. Right. But, man, that guy was weird. And then the, the bartender was asking, oh, you you finally leaving? What got you to leave? And I just said, take a fucking guess. And I walked out. <laughs> man, it's awful. Fucking seedy Jersey people. Seedy Jersey people. That's the, the new name of this podcast. You think you're better than me? Brought to you by Tombstones. Let's all have one. <laughs> Let's all have one. What's the Eric Andre, uh, fuck, the medication thing he does? Lexapro. Oh, uh, Lexapro. Just take one. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah. I just... <laughs> I'm thinking about to throw up, and then he just starts to eat it. Oh, what was her... Um, God, what was the guest? She was she was the chick on iCarly, right? Yeah, Je- Jeanette yep, McCurdy. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just started, he's, it's the sound that kills me when he goes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Do they t- do Andre. they tell them? Like how 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 informed are the guests of the show? Yeah, I really don't think that there's one, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a guy who made a movie. It's I can't remember the title, but it's like Jesus versus zombies or some shitty, you know, whatever. And he was there to promote the movie. And I remember his was the most that was when I really started to think they don't tell them anything because he over the course of the episode gets like so agitated. It's the one because there's every there's a meme for every Eric Andre moment. But like uh, it's the one where he's like yelling at Eric and Eric has like the single tear rolling down his cheek. And he's like, what are you even talking about? You sound insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I feel like that guy, cause they were like, they were, they had the studio that was like super, super hot and like no air conditioning. They were like blowing like some kind of like nasty air, right? Ab- like an event right above his seat. Like all this shit was going down. I feel like, yeah, they, they don't tell them anything and they probably have to sign a fucking waiver before they go on the show say regardless of whatever happens we can use it <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just like when I mean, you see that though if you i would imagine if you see a waiver like that how likely are you to be like yeah this, this isn't a red flag or anything <laughs> right yeah how'd, I, your, how'd your interview go well the guest threw up and started to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me what I, yeah. I love 
I love the one with uh, with uh, fuck Flavor Flav comes on and he's like, I think they're about to get in a fight or whatever, and he stands up like he's about to fight Eric. And Eric just stands up and starts stripping and like completely <laughs> strips down. And Flavor Flav is like, "This motherfucker is not joking." <laughs> oh man. Oh. Um. So let's see. Um. How many? So. There's one episode of Shrink Pink Store left. Yeah. How many episodes of Hawkeye are left? Two? Yes. Which is, it's funny with those two shows, like, with Shrink Next Door, it feels at a, an appropriate level. Like, it feels like finale time. Hawkeye, I would say the most recent episode was the best one and did kind of get the ball rolling. But even so, there's still a lot they have to do. Like King, Kingpin hasn't even shown up yet. I did read. Did you read about like the supposed post credit scene? I read with him? sometimes. <laughs> I read cereal I read boxes. Sometimes. <laughs> I read for calories. I look for ones with a lot of calories and then I eat them. <laughs> uh, no, what what was the uh So there was supposedly a post credit scene with Kingpin in it at the end of episode four that they pulled for whatever reason. Like right after it dropped on Disney Plus. Um I'm not sure why they would have pulled that because they are obviously leaning heavily into the the Kingpin rumors. But yeah, I, I don't know what the benefit is from pulling a scene like that, especially you're at that would that was episode four. So you have two episodes left if you want. Now I'm starting to think if they're going to do Kingpin, they're going to like have him show up at the very end of the sixth episode and then be teased as the villain in the Echo series i'm pro- they're, they're probably gonna do that which uh, we were just talking about we don't that's care my about reaction. that show but yeah if that's... like you're gonna waste kingpin on echo right yeah. unless she turns into a friggin' dolphin and this is the sega <laughs> game and i don't care i don't i could not let me let me let me slow down so this is maximum effort maximum effect but I cannot tell you how much I do not care about Echo. I don't give a shit about the character. I don't know anything about the character. I don't know if knowing anything about the character would make me feel something for the character. But currently, I feel nothing for the character. I don't even care that she's in this. Just give me Kingpin and give me Florist Poo, Cook Poo. <laughs> Gotta say it. Say it. Here. There you go. Uh, <laughs> just give me that. Like, because we yes. know where this Echo thing is going to go. They're going to find out that it wasn't really him who killed her dad. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, my God. There. <laughs> okay, I'm about to say what just popped into my head randomly and made me laugh like that. So, I was thinking, as I sometimes do, that there is going to be a moment, whether it's Kingpin, or whether it's, you know, her brother, underling, I, love, love interest, I don't know. <laughs> where she's going to realize, I've been lied to. I've been living a lie. Right. So I'm not tethered to anyone now. I don't listen to anyone now. But I pictured her turning around, yet James Spader's voice going, there are no strings on me. <laughs> And that's what made me laugh like that. 
I don't know why that popped in my head. He's like, do you even know who I am? I'm the fucking Lizard King. Roll credits. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then just how they changed Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, they now change Hawkeye into the Lizard King. (laughs) Disney Plus presents the Lizard King. Brought to you by Tombstones. Let's all have one. (laughs) You need one. We got them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think that I liked. I liked this last episode a lot. I thought that it was. It, it reminded me of the Falcon Warner Soldier episode. I think it was like the episode before the finale, when there's like no. There's the big fight where they take the shield back from Walker, but then the rest of the episode is literally just Bucky and Sam like hanging out. And like talking, which is really good. It was like very good character building for both of them, um, yeah. and that's kind of what this felt like with Kate and Clinton, who like they have a they have really really good on screen uh, back and forth. Like I, I like the two of them together a lot. Um, so Her that mother was fun. is totally is totally fucking evil, right? Yeah, they're not even they're not even hiding it at this point. Like if it's going to be some big reveal, none of us are going to be surprised at all. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's like, leave her. Uh, no, so you'll drop this. Or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, sorry, can't do it. And <laughs> okay, show me there'll be some okay, sorry, yeah. Don't you know? Um, and she'll say some convoluted thing like, I asked you to drop the case, and he's gonna be like, I asked you to drop these nuts. <laughs> as as Clint Parton famously says. And I said that way loud, and there's a guy in a scooter next to me. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Good one. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious. I, they've got two episodes to, to wrap this up and I just don't like, I'm sure it's going to be that her mom killed the old man. Um, and that, you know, either it was, I think it would be fucking hilarious if it was like her dressed up in the Ronin suit who killed Echo's (laughs) dad. (laughs) That'd be great. I mean, also... It all but solidified that it's her because she even did it and then put the company or as like she like whatever his name is, the guy. He won't even be aware of it. And all this is a setup yeah. to frame him. So she'll be like, I would have gotten away with it, too. You know, all that. Um, I wonder right. if the original proposed. Uh, post credit scene is how the next episode will begin. Mm. Yeah, that would be. I would love that. That would be a hell of an opening. Like uh, right before the uh, right before the you know opening credits. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I I do like. I know a lot of people have like they didn't <clears throat> like the, the the choice of uh, Black Widow dying in Endgame as opposed to Clint. Like, a lot of people thought it should have been Clint. You know, whatever. I, I like both characters, so I think it would have been... Either way, it, it would have been, it would have sucked. It made uh, sense. If you yeah. if you wanted it to be Hawkeye... Th- this is the argument I'll make. I'll make. If someone wants to make that conversation, they're not so much saying they wish Hawkeye died instead of Black Widow. They're saying they wish Jeremy Renner died instead of Scarlett Johansson. Sure. Because... If you look at the character, 
what family does Black Widow have? Right. And Hawkeye lost his family during the snap. Black Widow got nothing. They only threw in the, the bit, you know, it, as Florence uh, Pew, 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 Pew. Um, they only threw in after the fact when they decided, hey, you know what? Maybe finally we'll give Black Widow. Like, if I'm Scarlett Johansson, man, I got to be like super pissed. They'd be like, hey, it took my character to die for you to then give me my own movie. Like, gee, thanks. I could have had four of these by now. Right. Yeah. No, it, it made no sense for that to come out when it did. Um, yeah. I, I And also, too, the movie itself makes a big point of, like, her being the person. Civil War does, too, of her being the one to want to, like, keep the family together. Like, keep the Avengers together. And then. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's Muriel. I mean, Brenda, whatever her name is. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I just, yeah, for I mean, this isn't a video podcast, but I just turned my camera on. Yeah, um, Jim is fully nude and covered in peanut butter. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Um, Why are the squirrels looking at me so weird? <laughs> the I feel like the, the it was all set up for her to be the one because she was trying to get everyone back. Like that was her whole character arc in Endgame, and so. People can be upset about her being dead, but I feel like it makes sense. But I was saying that to the point of this, where like now with. uh, I like the way they're handling his kind of like survivor's guilt. I like that he's still very much affected by the fact that she's not there. And like, I I also love they brought up him not, you know, not killing her and instead taking her in as a shield agent. That kind of paralleled at the end with Kate not taking the shot at Elena because she very easily could have killed her right there. Oh, yeah. She could have killed both of them. Yeah. She had the shot. Yeah, yeah. And as, so, as John Travolta would say in Pulp Fiction, get the shot. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I guess we'll see. I, 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 I also think Yelena could easily have killed Clint if if she wanted to. So if she's really just out to kill him. I don't know why she hesitated. Like, the, you know, there has to be something else there. Um do you think I will ask you this? We have two episodes left. Do you think Val shows up at all in this? Uh, no, I don't okay. think so. I think it's it's there are too many characters as it is. They just introduced Yelena and they still haven't pulled the trigger on. Uh, putting Kingpin in it. So. And you're still going to get more of. Virda Farmiga, who I think is going to kill her uh, fiance. Did they get married yet? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Were they engaged? I think they're engaged. Uh, it would have made more sense if they got married. And she's like, and now I got all of your money, too. Ah, uh, yeah. But Which is also a bummer, too, because I feel like I didn't remember this right away, but it just clicked that he's he's swordsman in the comics and he's basically the guy who t- taught Clint everything he knows. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they're sidelining him that like they are, you know. I don't know. Um I think with this uh with the sword that he lifted, she's gonna kill him with it. Yep. Uh and I think the reason shout out to Hoobastank <laughs> that we are going to get a lethal weapon style wedding. I mean, wedding ending is uh, Kate Bishop is going to have to be the one to kill her mother. Ooh, 
Damn, that would be brutal. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. Yeah, that's oof. <laughs> she's going to get the drop on Hawkeye. And she's going to kill her mother to save Hawkeye. Yeah, that's, what, that's my prediction. And I'm sticking to it. I mean, yeah, if we if we get if we get, like you said, that that lethal weapon ending, I'm all for it. Like her bringing in pizza dog and, and having yeah. Christmas with the Martins. I'm all that'll, the whole series. I won't say it will right. have been. And perfect, then randomly, but... Danny, randomly, Danny Glover is going to be in the bathtub upstairs. You know, like... <laughs> no, he'll be on the toilet. Like, is anybody come to defuse uh, this bomb, please? <laughs> he's just really old and his ass is sticking to the toilet now. <laughs> they said I couldn't move. So I didn't. I'm literally too old for this shit. Uh, and then they all look at the camera. And then Hawkeye turns into Lizard Man. Yeah, the Lizard Walmart. King. Just screams at the... For Walmart! <laughs> for Walmart. For Greendale. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. They got they got two episodes to bring it home. I, do, I will say Shrink Next Door has done a great job with now having one left like this past episode was really really good it was not as like i guess dramatic as i expected you know for like the breaking point to happen but i actually like how subtle it was it was just it was like it was the fish which makes perfect sense um and yeah like he i think it was just kind of that tipping point where he realized like literally this guy has done nothing for him for the last three decades but Do I also. You... Oh no! Go ahead. I, go I ahead. liked. <laughs> I, I liked that because in the beginning of the first episode, when he you kind of see Will Ferrell, but you don't, and he and Paul Rudd tells him, I thought that was like they had not seen each other in years, and Paul Rudd didn't recognize him or whatever, and like told him to go pick up the towels. I like right. that it's they're still very much in each other's lives. And Paul Rudd is just like absolutely disregarding him at this point. And it's just like, no, yeah. go, you know, like go take care of my house and, and, and all of that. Even, oh man, it's so fucking slimy when he looks out there and sees all the damage that Marty did. And he's like, he's oh. going to have his work cut out for him tomorrow. Like, Jesus Christ, this is the house yeah. that you're staying in, dude. <laughs> and he, I mean, this is when Will Ferrell goes and you know calls about and all this bullshit how quickly it is before he turns it on him yeah and marty is the one apologizing yep immediately apologizing, him. thanking him and all this shit yeah i'm just like god damn yeah he, he immediately is like you know like you said like turns it but he's like he's so good at it too because he's like i think i said this before He's good at his job because he's good at like getting people to really like trust him and doing yeah. like the bare minimum, like doing enough for people to to prove to people that he has been there for them, you know. And then, Ooh, and there was there was something I caught. I don't want to forget something I caught as he was in, I think, was in an elevator or something. But he was talking to someone on the phone, and it sounded like he was in a way, grooming another patient. Ah, uh, yeah. Getting her because to, he was uh, like, oh, well, we'd love to come by and spend the weekend and blah, 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 or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And then he has another person that has the session before Marty. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta block them on Facebook. Right. Isolating her from her parents. They're yeah. toxic. Everything is toxic. Right. <laughs> um, oh man. I w- I was so. I think I know the answer to this. You probably do. But when he he asks, like, "Are you firing me?" and Marty says, "No." And I can't remember the name, but he says some name is firing you. That was the like the alias that Ike used, right? Yes. Okay, I, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's I love that. I love, and I, I thought it was actually a genuinely really, really sweet moment that like his entire his entire staff is like finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he and they stood up to him. When I saw when I saw oh God, what was his name? The guy who Marty was next to, and then yeah. Paul Red asked him. Ike asked him, you know, oh, can you give us a minute? And he just put his hands in his pockets and he just stood there like, yes. nope, your time is fucking up. Yeah. Um, so I am curious now what happens with the finale. Because we have, I will say, we've had now, I want to say three or four episodes straight without Catherine Hahn, which is never a good time because I fucking she's love gotta, Catherine She's, she's going to have to come back. Yeah. I feel like because he's going to have to try and mend fences and try and, you know, get back into her life. But I we talked about this off podcast, but like I want to know if there's something that he that I because I feel like Ike is not going to go this quietly and just kind of let things go. You mentioned that he might be suing him for the the charity. You know what? I wouldn't be completely surprised if he did. What if he. I, now, I don't know what the legal name is in because he changed the name of the mailbox. So I don't know if he got put on the deed or something. But what if he just sells the house? Oh, yeah. He sells the property. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be it. I, I mean, yeah. But then again, I'm thinking, how the hell would Marty see the name change on the on the mailbox and not be like yo what do you think you're doing right yeah he's totally okay with it just seeing that the fish died and he was replaced as cook that was it that's all it took after all of that it was that yeah what tipped him over the edge it was also a really nice touch i love that uh i forget i forget her first name bonnie yeah bonnie um yeah comes into his room to get the ambient and then he's like trying to he's trying to tell some story and she's just like nope <laughs> and like leaves. Yeah. yeah. I I, I like it. I like that she is not and has not been on board this entire time. And then like when Marty says like I'm done, I can't I can't do this anymore. She doesn't try and defend her husband. She's just like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, it's it, so I thought I'm like in one way she is complicit because she had to have known they were taking advantage of him, right? And she just went along with it. But you see the dynamic between Bonnie and Ike, and Ike just like it's a very dominating relationship. Yep. So whenever she tries to speak up or anything, she's pretty much shoot away. Yep. So. Um. But yeah, we we shall see. We've got one episode left. Um, yeah, and then we're gonna have to with that and Hawkeye coming to a close. We're gonna have to find a new a new show to talk about on this podcast. So, if what's you the have, next? Uh, what's the next Disney Plus show? 
Oh God, because I, I want to say it's either, <laughs> it's either She Hulk or Miss Marvel. So all right, goodbye everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Um. Unless the first episode of one of those shows just absolutely fucking floors me, I don't. I don't imagine us doing like weekly coverage of either of those shows. Sorry, yeah. uh, you know. But yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about. I mean, we'll have the Spider-Man movie once we both see it. Uh, yeah. And if there's any shows that you think we should be watching and and covering, obviously let us know. Um, we do have. I don't know when, but we're going to have Dan back on to to discuss <laughs> at length the 2010 masterpiece Legion. No, uh, Legion. Do you I own just, Legion? I don't own Legion. I don't. No, I. Um, I don't know why. I can say this because it's not what I got you for Christmas, but I now I should have. Now that I think about it, it would have been the perfect Christmas present. But yeah, it, it is not. <laughs> yeah, it just hit me. I should have. Yeah. But. Um, eh. But it's also probably incredibly cheap because no no one fucking gives the respect it deserves. So, you know, I'm going to go Paul pick Bettany. it up like four bucks. Yeah. Acting what? juggernaut. Oh, yeah. Paul Bettany, oh, yeah. the acting juggernaut with uh, Tokyo Drift's Lucas Black. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. Yeah. So we, we, we will be back with, with something, whether it is that Legion or, or, or something else. Um yeah, we will be back to to cover it. This has been a verbal wildfire with your hosts uh, Jason Derulo Brenda. and Brenda. And Brenda. <laughs> Jason Derulo, you. Yeah.